We are back with another episode of the Black Box Podcast. I'm your host, Ahmed. And I'm your host, John. And we're going to talk about NFTs again. We have Tom Lav, Tom Lavin, and Tyler Mills on. And we're going to discuss an NFT collection that they are spearheading. And I am also helping out on with some development. But, uh, you know, it's good. yeah, it's going to be cool. <clears throat> we're going to dive into, you know, what the NFT is about, what makes it unique what niche it's trying to fill in the space and how that formulates into, you know, projects that you're looking for. And, uh, yeah, I'm at anything you want to say, we can dive into it. I'm, uh, I feel like I'm about to learn a lot. All right. So, uh, Tyler, Tom, you guys want to introduce yourselves quick and then we could talk on? about the project. Yes, sir. What's Tyler, up? please. After you. Yeah. What's up? I'm uh, Tyler Mills. I'm uh, one of the creators of the 8-Bit Stoners, um, myself, Tom, uh, John, and a few others of us. Um, it's a collection that we created, uh, based off of, I mean, something that we're all into, uh, which is smoking and, uh, it's an NFT collection. Uh, that's based off of a community of stoners that we're starting to build up. Um, we kind of were thinking of a niche that we can fill in the NFT market or uh, something that we can create um, that would really excite people and get people involved, um, which we which is why we came up with the whole stoner aspect. Um, but yeah, we'll kind of dive in more to what it's about. Hey, Tom, why don't you hit it? Yes, sir. Yes, my name's uh, Tom Lavin, also creator of the NFT, uh, 8-Bit Stoners with Tyler John and everyone else. Currently handle a lot of the marketing and whatnot and uh, Discord moderation. And we're just trying to get a great community-based, you know, people who love smoking pot, stoners, people who want to get active together and uh, create a family. <laughs> and so, invest. And invest and make some money, hopefully. Tyler, you said that, you know, you're looking to fill a niche in the space. Do you feel like based around the topic of the project that kind of lends itself to having its niche or are you yeah trying- i feel like it does i mean obviously before we created all this um some most of us were getting into nfts um i had bought into a few collections um i hadn't really seen any stoner based collections um and then as i started searching for them i did find a few but i just felt like they were kind of uh, not marketed right or just didn't have the the utility that they needed and you know the community that they needed to make it a successful project um which uh, myself knowing how to digitally design you know along with you and the development and tom and marketing and everything like that um you know we kind of put something together that we really think does fill that niche for everybody what does the project provide like what is it other than you know just why should i just buy this nft so, Obviously, um, an NFT, you know, it's just most of it is a digital uh, collection, you know, different pieces of art. They're all unique in their own way. Uh, we created 4,200 of those, um, which are at a pretty low price. So, uh, you know, off the bat, you're getting that, which is an initial investment. On top of that, um, you're going to get entered into a club uh, for the most part. So there's two generations of stoners. Um, the first one obviously being 8-bit stoners, the second generation being more realistic. Um, in order to get the second gen- generation, you will need to buy the first generation, um, which creates, you know, a sense of urgency to get into that club because there, there aren't going to be 
you know, a huge number of owners, which really makes that, that community and the holder amount smaller, uh, which benefits them the most. So once you get a first gen 8-bit stoner, then you are entered into the Meta Stoner Buyers Club, which, you know, can get you a second gen stoner. On top of the second gen stoner, once you have one of those, there's going to be a limited amount of NUG tokens, which is just uh, more utility on top of the second gen, which can make that even more rare. But uh, like I said, there's only going to be a limited number of those. So, um, you know, everyone's going to have to try to get it while they last. You know, on top of that, we're going to be collaborating uh, collaborating with um, smoke shops, dispensaries, you know, a lot of people that we haven't announced yet that are going to offer discounts and things like that to the actual stoner community. We do giveaways of actual uh, Polygon Matic itself in the community. So you can win money. Um, you can win bongs, you can win glass, you can win all types of stuff just by being a part of the community and the club. So, you know, that, that one initial investment can, can mean so much for you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying it's not just a, a piece of art that, the point is to offer more exactly it's a lot more what uh what projects did you initially get into that gave you this idea um some of the stuff that i bought into i bought into the billionaire zombies club which uh is still going pretty crazy um i got one of those for like i minted three of them for like 50 bucks um i sold them two weeks later for like 250 a piece and then three weeks later they were the floor price was like a thousand each and i was like insane so after that, um, I figured I'd kind of lost the early advantage with them. I got into a few IMX uh, collections. Um, I didn't see too much hype in IMX, um, even though I am still holding a few of those. Um, and then I just kind of started looking into my own project and, you know, what we could create. And so, you know how, like, a lot of the times you see memes on instagram or tiktok or wherever where it's like uh somebody's like if i just screenshot the nft then i also have it stuff like (laughs) that you think the utility that your that this project has will almost negate anything like that i mean any nft pretty much negates that in itself um i mean anyone can go take a picture of a ferrari but you know you can't post that ferrari on cars.com for sale because you don't have it it's the same concept with NFTs. Um, when you buy them, you own the rights to it. You own the metadata on the blockchain that comes with it, and no one else can take that from you. So and, and um, our utility, as well as that, is going to make it unique in its own. You're the one that gets the, you know pretty much the key and access to all the awesome you know good stuff that the NFT collection is doing. You know, as in whether it be meetups or you know whatever it is. So oh, yeah, uh, the meetups is what I'm excited for. Big yeah, time. and with the first gen, where uh, you can mint up to 15 uh, NFTs in the first gen, but you only need one to get into that second gen. Um, so those are kind of tickets in a sense. That first gen that you're buying is a bunch of tickets, and you can buy up to 15 tickets. Um, keep one for yourself, and then in the future, as we market, when people are trying to get a part of that second gen, they're going to have to buy those tickets off of the first gen holders. Uh, in which case they will, they'll really hold the cards on that floor price. Yeah, definitely pushes for urgency. I feel like you mentioned that before, but it's like, you can't just wait and hop in whenever you want you, if you want to be 
a part of this or have access to what it is, then you got to get in. And you got to be in it, you know, from the beginning almost. And that's what creates the even better community because the people want to be in it because they want to be a part of everything. And it's sure. also the exclusiveness of the second generation that is really going to make it big. Yeah. And I mean, early, early people, early movers have the biggest advantage. Like right now, whitelist spots are still open, you know, and people who get that early advantage, just being in the community, it's going to be mean so much more later on in the future. Yeah. Ahmed. Yeah. Other than the NFT collection that we uh, bought together. Mm hmm. Do you have any other experience with NFT collections? Like what, what do you, would you want if you like with your knowledge of NFTs and their capabilities, like what do you want to get out of them? Uh, so the merge by Pac, uh, NFT collection, that's the only, it's the only one I've ever purchased or like held at all. Um, to be honest, like I, I don't really browse NFTs that frequently. Um, like I've, I've looked at it a few times, um, and I was just like out of curiosity to see like what the market value of different, uh, pieces of work are, but I don't know. I, I never really got into that community. So that's why like, I'm sitting and trying to listen to you guys talk about it (laughs) to like understand that perspective. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty insane market in general. It's blown up. I mean, anyone who's been on social media is seeing a lot of celebrities buying these NFTs. I mean, project just blowing up overnight. It's a $40 billion industry in, what, a little over a year? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, I mean... Oh, shit. I had something good and I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> we, oh, I was going to say... You know, it's so common now that, I mean, NFTs have been around longer than most of us know. Yeah. But yeah, like in the last year, yeah, it blew up so much that the only way to differentiate yourself at this point is to not just have a discord that people talk in and a bunch of pictures. Exactly. And it's only going to get crazier from there. I mean, we talked about this, I think us. Uh, the other day we were just saying like the first nfts were like meme videos and just like you know actual pictures of things that people were famous or went viral before and you know that was the extent of buying an nft and now every nft is an entire collection of thousands uh, that are selling out well i feel like that's because of just the natural evolution of a new technology because this is still so early that Things are just developing. Things are being tried and failed, and then they're going in a different direction. So now mm-hmm. it's like an NFT is like a a piece of clothing that your character wears in a game. You know, now yeah. like before you would buy it in the game, but now it's an NFT, and then you play it on the block, the decentralized game. Yeah, I feel like a lot of Ooh. people who aren't really in the NFTs, you know, or maybe just hearing about it, just getting into it think it's just a picture but no you can unlock a lot more stuff you know with all the you know metaverse all the gaming and skins like you just mentioned you know it's going to be a lot more to it than just a little you know picture that you have hey tommy would you mind would you mind going into detail on the relationship between nfts and the metaverse because i feel like i'm also not very well versed in the metaverse either 
<laughs> um, NFTs in the metaverse. So pretty much NFTs and what they have to do in the metaverse. I mean, anything in the metaverse. So pretty much anything in the metaverse is technically considered an NFT, whether you're looking at a tree, a building, you know, a person and everything can be considered an NFT in the metaverse. I guess know? as long as that, what you're in, the type of world allows for it to be like that. You know, like if they make everything like interact with, then necessarily, yeah, it could be an NFT. But if some games, you know, like some, they, it's just grass you're walking on. Maybe you can't interact with that. Yeah, exactly. Or like select yeah, objects or something. The platform yeah, itself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But like, you know, in the future, people, and we've talked about this also, it's like, you know, 10 years from now, you're going to say, oh, what do you do for a living? And some guy's going to be like, I'm a metaverse real estate person and he's going to make millions of dollars a year. I mean, people are selling virtual yachts. They're selling, you know, virtual land, virtual buildings, mm-hmm. and they're selling it for big money, you know? So in the future, you know, if, when it comes to just these pictures that you're buying, you know, these pictures can be a ticket to, you know, future clubs or things like that that are in the metaverse or you know people have art galleries where they actually show like your nft and you can go find your nft that you purchased in their art gallery on the wall and it just you know brings more attraction overall that's sick to to someone who doesn't really know much about the metaverse it almost sounds like a mix between minecraft and runescape but in real life <laughs> but i mean they're it's, all it's in mean, real it's in real life but not actually in real life yeah right? i mean that's the way it is when i thought of it um we talked about this in our discord stream the other day when i first started getting learning about the metaverse the first thing i thought of was like uh back in the day you had like a if you had a playstation 3 there was like a playstation home and it was just mm-hmm. literally a community where you made an avatar you went to the movie theater you went to the store or if you play 2K, you know, there's the the neighborhood and stuff. You just walk around. These are, you know, metaverses that just aren't, you know, as extensive and in detail of the actual metaverse. Yeah. Yeah, where so, they're being hosted on a server and metaverse ideally would be fully on the blockchain. Right. So is any is any NFT like already present in the metaverse? Uh, no, I don't No, I think or, it's there, <clears throat> even though they're all technically on the blockchain or decentralized, it's like each decentralized application or game or code or contract that you're running is just makes a single connection to the blockchain basically. And then it goes through there out to the rest of the network. So it's not like they're all interconnected. They could communicate with each other, but you'd have to do that purposefully. Like gotcha. you can take an NFT and with some metaverses or, you know, like uh, Decentraland, like you can take imp- things and import them into the game, I guess. I believe so. Or so- something like of that nature. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's a lot of big NFTs that are buying land. Um, you know, some of them are buying land and that's like their idea of utility is just that, uh, their land, you know, you can come visit their land and your ticket, your NFT is your ticket to go there. Oh, so it's, it's almost like a, a digital park, but it's like exclusive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to do it a little bit different. I mean, we are going to be implementing stuff into the metaverse um, with sandbox and just being able to use the NFT, the second gen NFT that you uh, have purchased um, just to have the look of it in the metaverse. Um, but we wanted to implement some more real life stuff. Like we are going to be having a 
multiple, but uh, for one, the smoke and meat event in New York City after the sellout of the first collection. Um, and we're going to be hosting a huge event there with a bunch of vendors and inviting people out, um, even giving away uh, possibly uh, like a flight for someone uh, all paid Ooh. for. Yeah. So we we're definitely making it active for the community. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Um, is there anything else that you want to preach about the collection or the community just because? Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, wanted to let everyone know it is, you know, a true genuine stoner community that if anyone is a stoner and they're into NFTs, um, you know, this is your place to be. It's going to be a ticket to a lot more, um, you know, or I guess even if, even if you're someone that's, you know, smokes and does, is looking for friends, maybe doesn't even have a lot of friends and you're willing to pay, if you're willing to pay the fee for one to get into this community, it serves multiple purposes. It could exactly. be just a pure investment for someone. If you're looking to get into NFTs at all, if you have any questions, you can come and ask us. I mean, when I got into NFTs, I was like, the only way to figure it out is to just go buy one and start doing it. And that's exactly yeah. what I did. And that's where I am now. That's awesome. Yeah, I guess we could wrap it up then. Sounds good. Yeah, this was awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you guys for coming on. But real quick, you guys gotta appreciate it. Tell us how to tell us how to access the the collection. Yeah, so if you want to check out the Eight Bit Stoners, um, you can check us out multiple places. Our collection is on OpenSea. Um, our Discord link is in uh, the link tree of all of our social medias. Our website is 8bitstonersnft.io. And what's your social media? Uh, our Instagram is 8bitstoners underscore NFT. And our Twitter is just 8bitstonersNFT. Gotcha. All right. And last uh, but not least, the time of your release. We are going to be, our sale is going to be live on the 21st, this Friday, uh, January at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Liddy. Fire. Whitelist open. Good questions, Ahmed. It's on the Polygon Network, too. Yes. Low gas. Low gas. (laughs) Level two solutions. Yeah, John, I'm going to have you help me with that. Yeah, I got you. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, boys, for coming on. All right. Thank you for having Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. Give us the old goodbye, Ahmed. All righty. I think we all know the deal by now. You could check <laughs> us out on our socials at Black Box Podcast, no A in the black, on Instagram and Twitter. But on TikTok, we have the A in the black. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank goodbye. you. Peace. Later, guys. Right. See you.